0: Command number 12. Guard Against Ambition. You know that those who are supposed to rule over the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great men exercise authority over them. But it shall not be so among you. But whoever would be great among you must be your servant, and whoever would be first among you must be slave of all. Mark ten forty-two 44 We all face personally unique challenges to purity of motive, outlook, attitude, and behavior. For some, sexual purity is life's most difficult arena of temptation. Others are scarcely lured by sexual sin. But deep inside, every one of us has something the enemy will try to use. Subtly, invisibly, persuasively, seductively, below the radar of our awareness, to turn our eyes off the bullseye of the commands. Our greatest challenge as Christians is to discover with discerning eyes what is that personal something, working 24-7, to keep us seeing with self-eyes instead of God-eyes. Where are the hidden corners of impure motive within my heart and mind and soul? To answer that question, is life's most significant challenge. The internal quest is elusive and lifelong. The serious disciple is never allowed to coast. It is too costly a luxury. Even as the illuminating light of the Holy Spirit leads into an awareness of some particular impure motive which must be submitted to the "Not My Will altar of relinquishment, another will have begun to operate unseen in some other region of the soul. The enemy's tactics are devious, slippery, and remain invisible without the most determined scrutiny. Ambition infiltrates motive in the last place we are looking for it. We noted earlier that the Apostle James had to learn purity the hard way. The besetting impurity of motive that ensnared him and his brother John was ambition. They wanted to rise high. They wanted to be above the rest of mortal humanity. Ambition snuck up where they least expected it, in their friendship with Jesus. That's why they never saw it coming. They were Jesus' cousins. They were, with Peter, among his closest friends. They were the first among the disciples. The requests they made, no doubt, seemed perfectly fitting and natural. Thus, the subtle impurity of motive crept in, the desire to rule, to occupy a higher status, to be recognized as more important than their fellows. Ambition is one of the most difficult motives to assess. It is not, in itself, a sin, as is lying or adultery. Properly focused and humbly executed, God uses ambition to accomplish His purposes. Ambitious men and women have been at the forefront of God's work throughout history. Paul was a supremely ambitious man. Accomplishment and achievement are essentially good things. Hard work and vision are expected of us and are rewarded. The parable of the talents in one sense is the story of two men, one with God-focused ambition and the other who was too lazy to have any ambition at all. Thus the command is not, don't be ambitious, but guard against ambition. Watch your motives. Make sure your ambition is that of the servant who makes good use of his talents, not the selfish ambition of James and John. Is your ambition to accomplish for God and for others, and to be a good steward over what you have been given? Or is it to rise high, to be above, to accumulate, to be great, to be praised, and to rule? It shall not be so among you. Whoever would be great among you must be your servant. The following is an excerpt from Jeremy Taylor's The Rules and Exercises of Holy Living from Devotional Classics, page 271. Some people spend their time dreaming of greatness, envisioning theaters full of people applauding them, imagining themselves giving engaging speeches, fantasizing about having great wealth. All of this is nothing but the fumes of pride, exposing their heart's true wishes. God, bring to my remembrance this day the command of Jesus to guard against ambition. Open my eyes to the devious attempts of the enemy to lull me to sleep and infect me with impure motive. Keep my mind and heart awake to the hidden corners of pride lurking in the shadows of my being. Shine your light upon them. Give me the will to place them on the altar to be burned by your consuming fire that will one day burn all sin from the universe. Burn my motives with a purifying fire of your refiner's furnace that I might be pure in all ways as you are pure. Thus, Heavenly Father, May I be an instrument in my small corner of the world for the ultimate salvation of mankind. Amen. From the Commands by Michael Phillips Read by Michael Kimball More information on this and similar writings may be found at fatheroftheinklings.com Visit Amazon to purchase The Commands and other books by Michael Phillips.